Good morning and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're so glad to have you on the call this morning. Uh, as you know, each uh, Wednesday morning we get together around 7.30 and have a short devotional. And uh, we think that helps get our middle of the week kind of over the hump and, and ready to finish up strong. Uh, I want to remind you that you can send out the reminder text uh, that we send out uh, about 7 o'clock Central Time uh, each uh, Wednesday morning. And uh, anybody that you would think would want to be on the call, you can send that to them. Or you can just uh, forward the, the uh, number to them where they can sign in. And uh, this morning, Brock Nix will be leading our devotional, and I'll turn it over to Brock now. Good morning, good morning. Glad to be here. Funny side story, I jumped on this call at 6.30 this morning. I knew something didn't feel right. I was like, I texted Michael, like, what's going on? He goes, it's 6.30. I go, yeah, time change got me. My brain, (laughs) the daylight, it was the right amount of daylight. I should be doing on this call. So I was like, just kind of laughed and said, well, I guess I'm an hour early. But um, there was some good music on there, Michael, so I just wanted you to know that. But um, today... I'm going to talk about, are you going to be a people pleaser or a God pleaser? This is a question that has come up a lot in my life, especially over the past 10 or 11 years or so. I want to share about a few times in my journey that I've confronted with this question head on. You know, there's definitely several times where I failed, probably more times than when I succeeded, but just wanted to share a few of these and also uh, about someone in the Bible that had to confront this himself. Uh, First, I was just talking about the, you know, when I was 35 is about the time I truly came into a relationship with Christ. But you got to think, I lived lived 35 years before that. So uh, the first time I was really, I felt like really confronted with this was about that age it was the first time I had to decide whether I was going to go all in with Christ or just keep doing what I was doing. You see, I, I always loved Jesus, but I never had a relationship with him. I would spend time with him on Sunday, but about that was the only day. And I wanted to live in the world six days a week but hang out with God on Sunday. Maybe people can relate to that. That's not, you know, that's not really how you treat someone you love. Something had to change, and God confronted me about this, and I had a decision to make. Was I going to keep being the person on the, uh, that rode the fence his whole life? Was I going to continue to be the person that talked, it talked about in Revelations 3, 15 through 16? I'm going to read that now. I know your deeds, that you're neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. That was always a tough passage for me to hear because it, that passage was like it was written for me. That, was, that had my picture right beside it. So, another time in my life I had to make a decision was when this pandemic had started. We were at home with our family, and we were doing church online, and enjoying that for a little bit, but the Lord started talking with me and my wife about what we're going uh, to do going forward. Well, we're going to go back to church, what we're going to do. And we knew he was getting us ready to do something different, but we couldn't put our finger on it. 
we started meeting with about eight other couples on Thursday nights, just doing a discipleship Bible study. Maybe some of you guys are know about that. It's just we went through this curriculum, just helps you study the Bible. And through these meetings, the Lord started prompting most of us in the group that we should start a home church. Now, this was something I had never done in the past. I've never even attended one, but we knew that that was what God was calling us to do. And I'm not going to lie, part of it was hard. I knew we were going to miss seeing and worshiping with all of our church family, and we have. But God was calling us to follow him and let him call all the shots. And so that's what we did. And, you know, him being in control and doing that, it just really led us to a, I don't know, it's, just been, it's been a really great experience and how, how the Lord's led us through all that. And uh, I was going to kind of finish up with, obviously, probably one of the most recognized people in the Bible, Saul slash Paul, and talking about, you know, he he was confronted with the same decision, you know. Um, I was just going to read out of Acts 9 here some excerpts here and just kind of most, read a story that probably most everyone knows. Uh, meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and he fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go to the city, and I, and I will tell you what you must do. Now through that, he was, to, he was blinded and led to the city, and uh, a man came to him named Ananias and prayed for him, and he received his sight and, was, uh, and received the Holy Spirit. And then right after that, I just summarized a lot of that, is this passage. Saul spent several days with the disciples of Damascus. At once they began to preach in the synagogue that Jesus is the Son of God. All those who heard him were astonished and asked, Isn't this the man who raised, raised havoc in Jerusalem among those who, <clears throat> who called on his name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests? Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews in Damascus by proving that Jesus is Christ. Now, Saul was confronted with that. Was he going to keep doing and pleasing what he knew, all the, uh, you know, all the upper echelon in the Jewish religion, or was he going to do what Jesus told him to do? And he obviously chose what Jesus was calling him to, and he went on to, as most of you know, right about a third of the New Testament. So, uh, and that was just because he listened to the call. I mean, obviously, he got a call a little different than a lot of people get, but you know, you think about how headstrong he was in proving that Jesus was not Christ and to do a full 180 is how remarkable that truly is. Because, you see, I think everyone has a time in their life where God wants to know, are you more interested in pleasing him or pleasing people? Sometimes the decision is easy, you know, and sometimes it's not. But you have to decide who you serve. Are you going to serve the world, or are you going to serve God? Lord, just thank you for every person on this call. We thank you for them taking the time to 
get on here and uh, just try to learn and grow. And just as we all come together, thank you for this um, beautiful day, Lord, that you've just given us so much that we're able to get on a call like this and and talk about you openly and live in a free place and where we can do this and just the, the freedoms you give us. Thank you for this beautiful day and that you. This is the day you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Help us to see all the the big and the small things you do for us daily and give you glory and thanks for it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.